0: PODCAST! 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 Hi-ho! Kermit the Frog here! Welcome to the Muppets Podcast! Yay! Hello, welcome back to the Muppets Podcast. I am Jimmy and Georgia, your host, and we're here for episode number three. With lots of good news to talk about here for this (laughs) shoe. We've got some major announcements here in the last few days. And then some other news to get into, I guess, from the past couple weeks. We'll go ahead and jump into Muppets Podcast News Flash to start off our episode. The Muppets Podcast News Flash. And our biggest story, definitely, at the moment is that Muppets 2 or... Whatever they may come up with is on the way Disney has ordered screenplay for the sequel to the Muppets, and it is not being written by Jason Siegel, uh, this go around and his buddy Nicholas Stoller, however, and director of the Muppets, James Broden, are indeed pinning the script here, and so apparently from the articles I've read pretty much they are all saying that Jason Segel is really busy unable to write this particular movie, but that does not necessarily mean he won't be involved in the movie. The reports coming out today, as of March the 5th, are saying that he won't star in the movie, but it does sound like he'll have some sort of a role of some sort. <laughs> we won't know that, I guess, until later on and maybe see what happens. But definitely, Jason Segel's a busy fella, but they've got some capable people there writing the script, and I'm sure they'll come up with some great ideas of a Muppet movie. The last Muppets movie took about, what, four years to get made, so hopefully they'll come up with some good ideas, have a great script, and have a movie out in you know a couple years versus four or five. And uh, I think that's good news. Other good news um I, we definitely should address, um, since our last podcast, the Oscars have taken place. The Muppets, or more specifically, Brett McKinsley did win for Best Original Song for Man Muppet, just as we were hoping. And uh, Miss Piggy and Kermit were there at the Oscars. They also um, were able to introduce Cirque du Soleil during the show. And I was a little disappointed by that. I thought they were going to be on stage too. Kind of what Piggy said during that clip. (laughs) But it was still good to see those guys there. Uh, I saw the Oscar coverage on ABC. Saw a nice little quick interview with Nicholas Stoller and Jason Segel prior to the show. uh, Which I thought was neat as well. So definitely excited about that. And it's just great to see The Muppets. The Academy Award winning movie. And so, I'll look forward to seeing stickers like that in the stores. I don't know, that's just crazy that the Muppets won an Oscar, but I, I think it's great, too. Another part of the Oscars that we definitely don't want to miss mentioning here was that before the Oscars, on E! during their Oscar Countdown show, Kermit and a, a young man named Darren Chris performed Rainbow Connection there on the show, and there is a video available at E! Online's website. And they have a, a function to embed it, but then when you embed it, it won't play on any other website, which is kind of silly, a little bit. Another kind of big piece of news that's come out here recently, in the last few days, the Jim Henson Company is in talks with the BBC to basically create a puppet talk show. The name of the show, tentatively at this point, even though it's not official, I guess yet, is called No Strings Attached, and it will be a celebrity interview show uh, in the afternoon, just like goes out there like an Ellen or, a, or whoever, but... It will be hosted by a puppet. <laughs> I don't know how, I haven't again, this is just in talks. It hasn't got all the details out there for us to really delve into yet. But, I mean, that could really be funny. I remember seeing a few episodes of the ALF talk show several years ago. I enjoyed that. Definitely enjoyed ALF growing up in the 80s as a child. One other thing, I mean, there's lots of news here we're going to get into, I guess. Another thing that I thought would be a, a note is a couple of days ago, I was going through Netflix on the Xbox to see what was available to watch. And Being Elmo, the documentary we've mentioned before about Kevin Clash, the man behind Elmo, and Clifford and others, it is available now for Instant Watch. So if you're a Netflix member and you haven't seen Being Elmo yet and you're interested in that movie, check it out for, well, I say for free, but as a part of your subscription to Netflix, which is, I think, starts at $7.99 a month, which isn't too terribly bad. There's something else I saw this past week. Oh, actually, it was last Tuesday. It was a week ago, almost. I saw a neat... Video from Qualcomm and the Sesame Workshop—they've developed some interesting augmented reality technology. And I'm not really have been familiar with augmented reality before, but basically in this video, they have a, a, a play mat, a two Bert and Ernie figures, and some different objects they can interact with. And you can watch the video there at MuppetsPodcast.com. But it looks like they have a uh, maybe an iPad or some other tablet, and you have the the camera pointed at the mat. And in the program, it actually generates like a whole room. And so as you rotate around the mat, you see uh, windows and you see portrait of Bert and Ernie, <laughs> all these things that aren't you know there in the physical space. And then once you place one of the dolls in that space, they interact with you on the, your tablet, PC, your I guess, iPad or whatever. And so, like, Ernie talks, you put Bird in there, they talk to each other, you put in the TV, a little video will play, they interact. It's, it's really nifty. And so, I would say go out and check this out. Uh, again, it's on MuppetsPodcast.com. And Qualcomm has done some interesting things here. I'll read the little excerpt here from, from Qualcomm. as They discuss what they've done. Basically, it says, Qualcomm, Inc., and Sesame Workshop, the producer behind Sesame Street, have joined forces to explore augmented reality experiences for children that encourage learning and imagination a long-time advocate of embracing cutting-edge technology to enrich children's early learning experiences, Sesame Workshop teamed with Qualcomm to create a prototype playset that brings physical toys to life. And so that's just really neat. So I definitely say check that out if you haven't seen it. One other thing I do want to mention here as far as Sesame Street type things go, Elmo's World Tour is beginning this month here in March down in Australia. And so I actually haven't really paid attention to where all of our listeners come from. We might have—I know we have some international listeners, according to our uh, feed burner thing—but um, I haven't really specifically looked for Australia. But I know that that starts March the seventh, and so if you're in that Australia area down in the southern hemisphere and you want to check out Sesame Street Live, go check out Elmo's World Tour, and that is brought to you definitely through Sesame. Workshop, but also there's the people actually producing the show itself are lifelike touring. And so I think from what I understand, Sesame gave them the rights to produce this stage show down in Australia. So it doesn't necessarily have official Sesame Street Muppeteers or actors and that type of thing, as far as I can tell. But anyway, if you want to check that out, you're down that neck of the woods. Don't miss it. Two other bits of news I wanted to mention here before we move on. And this one, one of these has actually been out for a little while, so maybe you've known all about it. And maybe I'm just behind on the times, which is quite possible. There was an unproduced Jim Henson screenplay that was released as a graphic novel not too terribly long ago. And you've probably heard about it, maybe, I don't know, maybe you haven't. It's called A Tale of Sand, and it was written by Jim Henson and Jerry Joel back in 1967. They discovered it in the Henson Company archives, and it was published here, I think it said back in January... And I, I haven't read it yet. I've just seen the uh, cover and I've seen a few things here. For, I think it was from Amazon.com's you know listing for it, so you, you can take a look at a few things there. This all. It was interesting that this was you know an unmade movie. Uh, from what I've read about it, it sounds like it really could not have been made back back in those days to begin with. Really, when it comes right down to it. And this isn't the first like Jim Henson uh, graphic novel. Jim Henson's The Storyteller Volume One apparently came out December of last year. So just a couple months back. And so I think that's kind of cool. Like That's one thing I'll get to here in a few minutes and get into my little section I call Muppet Talk. Um, I'll talk more about the the Storyteller. And then we also talked about uh, The Dark Crystal, I think, last episode a little bit. There's also a graphic novel of that as well that has recently been published. It's shown here on Amazon that January 3rd was published, A Dark Crystal Creation Myths Volume 1. And so definitely the Jim Henson Company has reached out into this form of media that's really kind of popular these days and one thing i think is kind of funny the way people talk about it oh it's a graphic novel it's a comic book it's a hardcover, if you're lucky comic book if you get it early on if you don't get it early on it's probably paperback but it's a comic book you know there's shows like the walking dead out there and they're always saying based on the graphic novel it was a comic book before it was a graphic novel <laughs> but anyway i'll move on from there and then one last little thing i did want to just mention here there was another award show back in uh, back on February nineteenth, and I think I saw this later on that day. It's just something I never heard of before. It was the MPSE Golden Reel Award, and that is the Motion Picture Sound Editors Golden Reel Award. And the Muppets won Best Sound Editing for a Music in a Musical. And so, congratulations once again to the to the Muppets and its team that created this great little movie. Well, anyway, I think that's going to wrap up our. Muppets podcast news flash for this week. And like I just mentioned earlier, we're going to get into a little bit of Muppet Talk, where I just kind of talk about random Muppet stuff. Muppet Talk. Muppet Talk. Well, pretty much if you haven't been listening, this is your first episode. Muppet Talk is something I've kind of just generated the last couple weeks where I will talk about some of the things that I've been watching or reading or hope to be watching a reading soon. And one thing that I've recently been checking out, and this is another one of those shows that I'd never seen growing up. And I'm honestly not even sure where this aired. I didn't have this as a kid. I mean, I would have watched it as a as a young young boy. Way that I could have seen it. I know, I me mean, personally, we didn't have cable. We didn't have any type of cable at all until I was in almost out of high school. So if this was on HBO or something like Fraggle Rock was, I definitely had no way of seeing it. I do kind of vaguely recollect hearing about it and maybe seeing the intro because that that seemed very familiar to me. Because like I mentioned earlier, Bean Elmo is on Netflix Instant Watch. Well, so is The Storyteller. There's actually two different um, volumes that I've discovered on there thus far. There's just the regular Jim Henson's The Storyteller, and then there's also one that has four episodes that is The Greek Myths. Haven't gotten that far just yet. I've got one left, I guess, of the original nine episodes on just the plain Storyteller. and really enjoyed it i mean it's definitely low budget it's definitely old school in a lot of ways but i don't think that's a bad thing at all i think they've done some great things on there And a couple of the episodes had pretty elaborate muppets or puppets or i, mean, I guess they're not technically muppets but whatever they you want to call them they had some pretty elaborate puppetry going on there and definitely one thing i thought was funny is brian henson does the voice of the dog and he sounds just like his character from uh labyrinth to me i don't know i thought that was kind of interesting but i don't know i've, I've enjoyed the stories i think that's interesting that i've not really heard any of these before they were you know like different european folk tales and some of them seem vaguely familiar like some of the more popular ones may have been kind of based off of these perhaps i don't know i found them to be pretty enjoyable i guess it's the creepiest of the bunch thus far but i like the one where the uh, the guy has the bag, and he can tell anything to get into it. And he um, gets the castle from the little demons or devils or whatever they were. I thought that was an interesting one. The one that was about the storyteller I thought was really good, and he didn't have any more stories to tell. I mean, they've all been good. I, I can't say they haven't. None of them have been bad, I don't think. I had some pretty good actors in there occasionally. Like, you know, just apart from some generic people, <laughs> I guess, here and there. Definitely enjoyed John Hurt as, as the storyteller. I don't know, I guess that's pretty, I just want to touch on that, and again mention that it was on Netflix Instant Watch, so if you remember that, maybe from years ago, and back in the 80s you watched it, you enjoyed it, maybe you don't own it, maybe you haven't seen it in a while, it is available for you there. And I was doing a little bit of research here about the storyteller, Um, and apparently it aired on NBC, which again surprises me that I didn't really see this, but maybe that explains how I kind of recollect that opening just a little bit, and it looks like it actually premiered there on January 31st, 1987. And so, obviously it didn't last very long, but I thought it was really great from just watching it here the last week, week and a half, however it's been. But there was other shows kind of similar to that, not in the same vein that it was Muppet-related or puppets like with Jim Henson. But like um, Steven Spielberg had the show Amazing Stories, which I really enjoyed as a kid. And I've gone back and watched some of those here as I've gotten older. And they still, I think, hold up pretty well. There's three of those I really remember um, specifically from from my childhood. There's one about the Alamo, like time travel. There's one about these kids who get magnetized. Popular boy and like a really, really unpopular girl. And then one about some aliens. But anyway, that was another fun 80s show. Probably from around that same time frame. But then also I did mention that those uh, Greek Myths episodes are also on. Instant Watch, and those actually aired in the UK back in 1990. So, And we'll report back a little bit more in-depthly maybe a little later on. Because I, as I mentioned before, I do plan to kind of get a little more in-depth into some things eventually. And the first one I really want to do that with is the Muppet movie, the original one from back in the 70s. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Apart from that, uh, <laughs> there's a few things. Uh, so I, I got some discounted Muppet Valentine's the other day for like 50 cents. That's about all I got right now. Alright, well we're going to get into a little bit of the Muppets podcast feedback, and uh, that's a section of the show where you can be heard, and we would love to hear from more of you, I'm sure that that would be uh, a great addition to our discussions here. Uh, This week I feel like it's kind of a short edition of the show, because there is a lot of news out there, but I don't, again, want to bore you with anything, especially when most of this stuff is on my site. Oh, what? I never noticed this before. It says, for Fozzie, these might inspire some ideas. These are real letters. Oh, oh boy. Read it. Read, read it? Them. Should I? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, there's a there's a lot of ways you can get in contact with with us. One of the things you can do is you can go over to our website muppetspodcast.com. And you can comment on any of the stories there. And we had one there, or a couple there actually. Um last episode was posted on the 19th, and uh, on the 25th, Brian commented saying another great episode. Thanks. And so appreciate that, Brian. He also commented on another post there uh, around that same time frame, and it was the one about the Perez Hilton petition to try to get the Muppets to perform on the Oscars, and this was you know, the day before the Oscars. He, he commented and said, obviously too late to add to the show, but it was still the good to reach or to exceed the goal. And since we've mentioned it, the goal on that was 100,000 signatures, and it looks like they only reached 71,513. So they did fall short of their goal, but that's still a lot of people who signed the petition, and there's probably lots of other people who saw the petition who didn't sign it. Maybe they didn't want to share their email or some of their information or whatever, but still a lot of people, so I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Okay, well, apart from our website where you can reach us there, you can also go over to our Facebook group or Facebook page. I guess technically it's not a group, and you can comment on things or you can share stories. And one of the things that has changed over there just in the last few days, they have the enabled the timeline for the... Uh, Pages, and so I've enabled that on there, and I've changed our logo just slightly. I've made the M and the podcast that were just green actually kind of fuzzy now. (laughs) We're just playing around with some Photoshop type stuff, anyway. Apart from that, I would say a few people have found us over there the last couple weeks. Right now, there's a total of 10. So if you're on Facebook and you haven't liked us over on Facebook, we would definitely appreciate that. I'd like to um, include you in the conversation there if you'd like to join us, Um, that would be great. Like we didn't, I don't see any comments from the past couple of weeks as as we've moved from our last episode to this episode. But there are a few people who like some different posts and things. And that included Brian and Rayanne and Mary. So thank you for checking out the site and for liking those things that were going on there. I definitely appreciate that. And another way you can get in contact with us, if you haven't already, that is over on Twitter, and we are at Muppets Podcast there, and so you can tweet us, you can direct message us there, and basically the way our our Twitter page works. The things I post on the Facebook group are going to go out to the Twitter page. So you, if you follow us on Twitter, you can get most of the same things. However, there are a few things that go on Twitter that don't go to the Facebook group occasionally. All right. Well, on the 25th, we have a message from the Muppet Kid on Twitter. He said, I'll call you this week. Have a great story about Disney. And then a little bit later on the next day, he says, just called at Muppets Podcast. And we'll get to his voicemail in just a little bit. Also, on the 26th, Brian, who is at Muppets Henson on Twitter, texted me. And you can do that with our telephone number there listed for our podcast. You can call or text us at 3024-Muppet. That's 302-468-7738. And so Brian texted in, and I I Twittered him back, because he's on Twitter as well, and said, I got your text. The next episode should be out in a few days. I wanted to wait until after the Oscars. And I waited a little bit longer than after the Oscars. Life's busy sometimes. So he replied, great, can't wait on Twitter. And we had some follow Fridays from, well, from me, <laughs> Jimmy, Georgia, and from Random City on Twitter. So definitely appreciate you if you found us over on Twitter. We have a few new folks who have um, the last little while. Uh, right now we've got around 38 followers, uh, and if one of those is you, thank you for finding us. And I, I think I read off some of the people who were following us over here last time, but I honestly don't remember where I stopped. I think some of the more recent ones that we'll mention here are at Ragamuffin Ray, at Chase Beecher, at J N R X I N G, at Alexander Crick, at Disney Sorin, at Woman underscore of underscore God 7, at Lunatic Annex, at Sid Caesar. And so thanks everybody who's found us over there and definitely appreciate you for doing so. Alright, we're going to get into our first voicemail for the show, Uh, and if you would like to call in, again, that number is 302-4-Muppet, that's 302-468-7738, and so you can call in, leave a message, I think there is like a three minute time limit, or so, something to that effect, I think that's how it works but we would definitely love to hear from you. And if you have something to say that would last longer than three minutes, Hey, that's all right too. You can always record something on your phone. Most smartphones now have a record function where you can record it, email it out. Or if you have more advanced stuff, maybe on your computer at home, you can record an MP3 and email it to us as well, which definitely would give you more time to maybe think of what you're going to say, maybe even edit it a little, um, depending on how comfortable you are talking. So that may be an option. All right, here comes our message from the Muppet Kid. Hello, this is Philip from the Muppet Kid. And last episode, you were talking about Disney World, and I just went there. So I have good stories, and I can talk about my website. So thank you. All right, Muppet Kid or Philip, thank you for calling in, sir. Definitely appreciate that. Our first official caller here for the Muppets podcast. And so I definitely would encourage you, Philip, if you have a chance, call back in. You can leave it up to a three minute voicemail. We'd love to hear about your stories about Disney. And hey, talk about your website, dude. That's cool, too. Uh, definitely appreciate you listening and definitely appreciate you calling. And um, would appreciate that for many of the rest of you out there listening. So, again, i was going to tell you a few ways you can get in contact with us. I know I've mentioned it already, but definitely would like to hear from you. And so you can call us, as we've just mentioned, and we just played one of our voicemails, and that is at 3024-Muppet. And I think that's a pretty easy way to remember something, because I'm not too good with the numbers sometimes. You can email us at MuppetsPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. We're at MuppetsPodcast. Like I said, you can find us on Facebook. You can also find us on Google+. You can find us on iTunes if you just search for Muppets Podcast. So we appreciate that. And you know, if you have a second, if you'd like to, you can also maybe leave a review on iTunes. That would be cool. We'd appreciate that. Appreciate Definitely appreciate you listening to our show. And one last thing I think I'll throw in here. I put a little button on our site where you can pin it. <laughs> I know a lot of people are into Pinterest. I don't know. My wife likes it. I signed up for it just to kind of see what was it about. But I did make a Muppets Podcast Pinterest, and I pinned, I think, a couple things. And then I kind of have it going back to it. But there is a button on our site, so if you're on there and you're interested in Pinterest, you can pin our podcast and share it with your friends there. If you'd like to, again, that's up to you. Uh, one thing, I don't know how much I've mentioned this on the on the podcast. I, I want to mention here, too, as far as um, some of the ways we, we discuss our show and things. I created a little wiki page. And that is over at the Muppets Podcast dot WikiA dot com, and basically what I've done is just posted show notes for each episode that have gone out so far. Some basic information about the show, that type of thing. And so, if you go over there, and under categories, there's a couple. Of, there's you know, so far there's three. So after this episode will come out, there'll be four episodes of the show, including our little pilot episode, and episode one, episode two, and now episode three. And so. If you want to check that out, that is there. But basically, that's kind of the same information I've been trying to post on MuppetsPodcast.com. Just given the chapters, basically, that I create in our AAC format, just a listing of those and links to our different news stories and things. So if you want to check that out, you can over at TheMuppetsPodcast.Wikia.com. And I think that's going to wrap up our show. So we'd definitely appreciate to hear from you. And uh, from The Muppets Podcast, I'm Jimmy in Georgia. Peace. tight like bus or yellow cabin Cabinet. Moving right along. Foot loose and fancy free. Getting there is half the fun. Come share it with me. Moving right along. We'll learn to share the load. We don't need a map to keep this show on the road. Hey, the song is sounding better fun.